So the Josh Derry asks, hey man, I have a question for you. You've talked about how you're going to lose audacity, not need as confidence if you stop approaching or if your volume drops, but I don't think you've mentioned a specific period of time where it has actually happened to you. So the cue is, did you actually take a significant break from approaching since you started? I don't have data points. My gains are still too fragile to draw these conclusions myself. This is an excellent, excellent question. And not only just in and of itself, this question's good, but also just that guys have not asked me this. And it's so pivotal in terms of uh, helping the male maintain consistency. Okay. I could make this a 45 minute discussion. I'm going to be as concise as I can possibly be right now. I have preached repeatedly, as guys who follow my content know, that. There's no entitlement to high non-neediness and confidence levels. That yes, it's akin to going to the gym. That it doesn't matter how jacked you are. It doesn't matter how consistent you've been. If you stop going after two to three weeks, your jackedness, your size, your mass is going to decline, right? So it's no different with non-neediness and confidence when you are meeting women. There's no entitlement. You need to stay consistent. So the Josh Derry asks, have I personally experienced a decline in my non-neediness and confidence levels? And the answer is yes, twice. And it's because I've personally gone through these periods. This is why I'm able to preach like I am now, as though I'm so knowledgeable. This is how I'm able to preach. It's because I've experienced these periods of greater neediness and loss of confidence, secondary to lower approach volume. So I'm not just preaching in theory. I've, I've literally experienced these periods and it's given me awareness. I've talked about in other content how not only is rejection a prerequisite for your sexual outcomes, but that fucking up a lot with women, a lot of opportunities you should have cashed in on and you just fucked up, fucking up's a prerequisite for ultimately being better with your conversions. So you have to experience those types of adversities as well, just part of the learning process. So it's no different with taking on the awareness. It's a, it's a higher level awareness that the practitioner, the more advanced practitioner will acquire as far as he's going to have to, unfortunately, but necessarily, experience periods of greater neediness and loss of confidence because he's gone through periods of complacency and lower volume. He's going to have to experience those periods of greater neediness and loss of confidence and then ultimately come out of them in order to reflect and say, wow, I was needy as fuck. And that's how he in turn gains awareness. And that's how he in turn has conviction for I can never get lazy. There's no entitlement. If you don't have those experiences, if you don't have those periods, how are you to know? I'm preaching at you. Yes, I'm helping you gain awareness, even if you haven't experienced those periods yourself. But I'll tell you how this applies. It is a natural phase slash stage the early practitioner will go through about two to three years in to approach where he'll become complacent. It's a natural phase where initially, even if the guy's not consciously aware of it, young guys who start off with approach, a lot of it is just proving to themselves that they're capable of meeting women 
and having sexual outcomes. Uh, yeah, that's just what it is. They're just proving to themselves that they're capable of having sexual outcomes if they want to. And after two to three years of approach, you'll say to your, you might say to yourself, well, why do I need to approach as much? It's almost like you've come to this mini enlightenment period where you say, I don't need to approach as much. Uh, I've already demonstrated to myself. I've already proved to myself that I can get laid if I want. All I have to do is approach and meet women and I can get laid if I want. Why do I need to approach as much? And it's like, as I said, a mini enlightenment period. And the guy's approach volume will naturally start to decline after two to three years. And he's going to experience a six to nine month period where he's not going to approach as much and his neediness levels are going to grow. And eventually his interactions with women are going to suffer. It's not going to be immediate. He's six to nine months in. And that's going to be the impetus for him to resume approaching at higher volume. And then after he resumes approaching at higher volume, after six to nine months, he's going to be able to notice changes in a positive way in his non-neediness and confidence levels. And it's only then that he reflects on the past six to nine months and says, wow, I was needy as fuck and I didn't even realize it. That's in the first two to three years of uh, the early practitioner. So if I meet a guy and he starts like through my blog, wherever, and he starts approaching a little bit and then he starts to fade off or he starts to act as though, you know, maybe I don't need to approach girls as much. He doesn't realize it, but I know exactly what he's about to go through. I'll say, all right, well, uh, maybe he'll reach out in nine months, uh, 10 months after he's gone through his own period of lower volume. He's going to have to learn that on his own, that he's going to see, he's going to become more needy and he's going to have to learn on his own that there's no entitlement. That's how the male develops this awareness that he has to be consistent. And I, I experienced that myself about two to three years when I was living in us into approach when I was living in Australia, I'll be 34 in two days. And I started approaching when I was 25 going on 26. And I came out of the complacency period when I was like 28, 20, probably about 28. I came out of the complacency period of maybe, I don't know, six ish months where I was still approaching, but just not as much. And uh, I realized that there's no entitlement. That was the first stage. But this is where it gets better. I moved to Japan when I was 29 and a half. That was four and a half years ago. And for the first six to nine months I was here, I just couldn't approach as much because of the language barrier. Yes, I was approaching. I had the awareness, as I just talked about, that I have to be consistent. But compared to what I do now, where I can go to the station and just like, it's like 50 girls, 60 girls within an hour, literally during rush hour. Like I just, my thought was I need to just sit in a cafe, put in the work, learn the grammar, learn the vocab. There's a potential energy period where I'm not going to be able to approach as much, but I'm going to study the Japanese now, come out six months later, and then I'll be full-fledged with approach. And I became more needy during my first six to nine months in Japan. Um, the male's thought process this is going to be very valuable. The male's thought process when his volume declines is going to be much more about what is the longer term potential uh, with any one girl he meets. In other words, 
when a male is approaching a lot, he tends to think less about long-term potential with women and more just about establishing dates, uh, hooking up. Look, we all want connection with the girls we meet. Even if you have six plates, you'd still like to have connection with the girls you're hanging out with versus no connection. But even though you're polygamous, but I make a point that despite we as men still wanting connection with women, I noticed not only in myself during that early time in Japan when I wasn't approaching as much, but I notice it now with guys that if they are not approaching as much, they become the proclivity of their mindset is much more toward what is the potential with a woman I meet versus let me just get dates and hook up. Guys get things reversed. Even if you meet a girl you're super interested in and you theoretically want some sort of relationship with her, monogamous or not, the way to get there is to just be casual, be non-needy, see other women, and then that relationship will naturally take off, okay? Um, versus you needing to be so focused on monogamy. But I say that this is a value point because the, the lower the volume of the male, the greater his mindset is going to be shifted in the direction of uh, monogamy. What's the potential with any girl I meet? And I'm able to identify that nascent mindset in a guy who's been approaching for some time as one marker, as one indicator that his volume has declined. Okay? And that's how I was. I was incredibly needy. There'd be girls I'd meet at cafes here in Japan where instead of just like arranging a date with them, I was thinking, well, could I see myself with this girl long term? If I could, I should ask her more serious questions through text, or I should maybe take it slower, extremely needy. And it's hard for the male to observe these things while he's in it. He literally has to come out of these periods in order to reflect and observe at how needy he was. And that's how it was for me. Like when my volume finally increased again, and it took me many months. That's another interesting side point without getting too, without digressing too much. Because there's no entitlement to not high non-needous and confidence levels, and you always have to be consistent. There's also no entitlement to an instant snapback of your non-neediness and confidence levels when you instantly start approaching. In other words, if I haven't been approaching for nine months with high volume, I'm not instantaneously going to have high non-neediness and confidence when I resume. I need to at least be consistent for a minimum of a month to three months before I really start to develop changes. The same way as you go back to the gym, it's going to take you a month to three months before you start to get more jacked again. The analogy is perfect. It really is. So. Once again, could make this a fucking 90-minute clip to answer Josh Derry's question just with short recapitulation. Yes, I experienced two periods of time where I had lower approach volume. One was natural complacency phase that most guys will experience as part of their early practitionership. That was two to three years into my uh, approach life. That was in Australia. And then the other was a natural manifestation of uh, the language barrier here in Japan. And I had two periods where those could essentially be viewed as a macro form of, ad of adversity, where you can't fake those experiences. You can't fake fucking up. You can't fake your rejections. 
You can't fake going through periods of lower volume that make you more needy, and now you have the true ability to reflect on those. That's why I have such conviction now that the male can never uh, be entitled, that he has to be consistent. That's why even now, if I feel like shit, or if I'm tired, or I'm busy, we have real life, work, school, it's understandable. But even despite how busy I am, I still make time for the gym. I still make time to approach, okay, because there's no entitlement. I really like, and if it's hard for you to relate because you're, you're earlier on in your approach, I literally just want you to view it exactly as going to the gym. That's how I want you to view it. It's an easy analogy, okay? Um, so that's it, all right? Uh, if you like my content, uh, I really appreciate your time. Just subscribe to my channel, all right? Uh, I'm going to put out more clips, hopefully, hopefully provide you some more value, all right? That's it.